of the Red Pill with James Wildman. Welcome back, James. Thank you. Glad to be here. Glad to have you. Um, so we are going to talk, well, you're going to talk, I'm just going to interview you, <laughs> a little bit about, um, I think, something that a lot of people, especially parents, are in the dark about, uh, and the topic is called The Hidden Underworld of Zoos, Marine Parks, and Circuses. And this is something you talk about on a regular basis. You do presentations on this and... Can you just first tell us a little bit about what are some of the misconceptions or what what does most of the world think is, you know, really okay with these things? At first, I think people are starting to wake up to, to the reality and the harm that is being caused to animals living in captivity. Uh, you can see it in, in what's happening with uh, SeaWorld, with them stopped using, uh, stopping to breed orca whales in tanks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see it with Ringling Brothers stopping to use elephants in their circus acts. Um, so there definitely is, is, is progress being made. However, what people don't realize is that when we go to these places, we are supporting uh, this idea, first off, that animals are here to entertain. Uh, people are led to believe that this is in their best interest, keeping animals, uh, protecting them. But the reality is that we're literally keeping animals in tanks, cages, to protect them from ourselves. Their, their number one threat is, is humans. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, kind of be like keeping your child locked up in, 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 in your house because you're afraid that if they go outside, they might get hit by a car or shot. So you're depriving them of, of freedom. You're depriving them of, of a world that, that is theirs just as much as it is ours. So uh, what people don't realize is that, that there's, there's harm being done to these animals simply by keeping them in captivity, keeping them confined in cages and tanks, depriving them of the ability to, to uh, go where they please, eat what they please, to, uh, to raise their young the way they would please. So what about, because uh, I mean, the, the average person, I think, at least this is how I used to think, was, oh, wow, this is an endangered species. We're going in there to take them and help them and help them mate and, t- you know, put them in a safe environment so nobody, you know, tries to kill them or, you know, hunt them or whatever. So that's, that's what some people would think, I would say. So what would you say to that, to that argument? I think that goes with, with the idea that zoos are are protecting animals. The reality is that most animals in zoos are not endangered. Uh, so what we're seeing is animals that uh, have been bred in captivity. And, and even if you have an endangered species bred in captivity, I always ask students to think about it. If, if you are 
breeding tigers in captivity. Mm, uh, and you have generation, like generation after generation right. of tigers being born in captivity. Can you ever release them back into nature, back into the wild? Right. They can't, they can't survive. They've never been taught by their mother how to survive on their own. So that's not a possibility anymore. Plus the fact that where are we going to return them to? If we are taking over their property, over their land, over their resources, there's no area to return them to. So basically what we're doing is we're just keeping animals for show and tell and reminding people, well, this is another animal that, that is endangered and threatened because of our behavior. Exactly. So we need to change our behavior and not try to change their behavior. Right. So that's the problem with zoos. Zoos focus on... On, okay, you know, let's let's keep doing what we're doing and just keep these animals here until a day when we can release them somewhere else, which is not going to happen if we just don't change our behaviors and stop breeding animals, stop viewing animals as some kind of commodity, some kind of form of entertainment. And here's one other thing I want to say that I ask students, I ask them, I say, that, how many of you have been to the zoo? Because I remember as a kid when I went to, you know, elementary school, middle school, every field trip I ever had, uh, in, in school was to the zoo. I'm sure. So it must be educational. Right, right, right. right. So I asked the kids, please raise your hand if you've been to the zoo. Everybody raised their hand. I said, what did you learn? Silence. I go, yeah, <laughs> I don't remember either. <laughs> Nobody knows. Right, Nobody learns right. anything. And let's say Animals you learn, were in cages. Let's say, you learn that, let's say you learn that tigers came from Asia. Did you have to keep a tiger in a cage and learn they came from Asia? Right. Of course not. Read a book. Google. You know, zoos were created back in the, the 1800s, late 1800s. There was no Google. There was no internet. There was no cars. There was no planes. Right. Not to say that it was it was justifiable back then, but today it's completely we absurd. We got YouTube now. You got YouTube. <laughs> that's right. You have the internet. You have books. You have documentaries where we can learn about animals at the touch of a button. You can learn anything you want to know about any any animal on this planet. Right. So, uh, in terms of education, uh, zoos are a complete uh, lie. In terms of uh, conservation, also a lie. Um, has there been any proven cruelty to animals in zoos? Well, just confining them, keeping them locked up is cruel in itself. In right. fact, there's a, actually a term for behaviors you'll see in the zoo. It is called zookosis. They created an actual term for the behaviors that animals display in zoos. Zookosis is being to at a zoo and seeing a tiger or a lion pace back and forth in their cage. Animals oh, yeah, in the wild yeah. do not pace back and forth. Oh, that's true. That makes sense. Biting, oh, they're like biting, stressed out. Biting and ripping out their fur. Zucosis. Animals in the wild don't do that. Biting the bars of the cages. Zucosis. There are no bars in the wild. Uh, Talk so, about the rhino that you showed. He showed me a picture of a rhino that didn't have a horn. Yeah, that's actually a, a rhino at, at Zoo Miami. Uh, Johnny the rhino, Indian rhino, and uh, his his horn is is down to the skin. Yeah. And so, uh, what happened to Johnny? You know, it's not like he was born without a horn, and they <laughs> certainly didn't remove his horn. So what happened is that he's constantly rubbing his horn uh, on the pavement and the cement and the rocks to the point where it's gone down to the skin. And this is behavior that would be completely absurd to do in the wild. Uh, rhinos use their horn to defend themselves. To charge, right. Yeah. Uh, they have no natural predators. Uh, they are herbivores, again, just like uh, hippos and, and, uh, and elephants and, and giraffes. Uh, their diet consists of nothing but plants. And they are the largest and strongest land animals on Earth. So there, there's no natural predator for them. Uh, however, they will use their horn to defend themselves and to, you know, maybe go after uh, if they're trying to attract a mate, another. Oh, okay. Rhino. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, what are they killing? I forgot they're, they're vegetarian. Yeah, they're, they knock into trees yeah. to get leaves. They also dig oh, okay. for, for, for food and water. Uh, so to have a rhino without a horn, the yeah, only reason that would happen in the wild, in nature, would be because a poacher killed that rhino. Uh, for captivity is a sign of stress and boredom. Animals in the wild don't usually get bored, and if they get stressed, they run from what's stressing them. How do you run from captivity? Right. That's, oh, that's terrible. 
And then talk, talk about marine parks a little bit. So again, the, the, the idea of keeping uh, sea animals in, in tanks for our entertainment, it's just, it's depriving them of the space they have. There's, there's more water on this planet than there is land. Mm -hmm. and orca whales can swim up to 100 miles a day. Dolphins can swim up to and 20 miles a day. Pool. How, how far can you go in a pool? It's, those pools are never far, very deep. Uh, the, the, one of the worst marine parks is actually in Miami. Sea Miami, uh, No, Miami Seaquarium. Uh, their tank doesn't even meet regulation sizes. It's actually a legal tank. The only reason why they're not shut down is because uh, they got grandfathered in. So the, the tank uh, wow. is, is, is only about 20, 25 feet deep. And they have it. how many, um, do they have a whale? They have a lot of whales? It, no, or? that's it. Just Lolita. She's living alone by herself. By herself? Uh, I believe she might have uh, dolphins in there with her now, but she has not seen an orca whale for over 35 years. What? And, These, they live that long? Uh, they can actually live to 90 in the ocean. Oh, my goodness. Um, wow. But in captivity, they, they rarely live past the age of, of, of 20 or 30. So their lifespan is much shorter. Um, and even if their lifespan was longer... I tell people in the tigers tend to live longer in, in captivity than, than in, in nature. But, you know, would you rather live, you know, 10 years more in captivity or, right. you know, is, is it quality over quantity? Right. Um, but, but orca whales, they can go anywhere. They have no natural predator. Their only predator is humans, and we're not natural because mm -hmm. we don't belong in the ocean. Uh, so anywhere in the ocean, and, and a tank is never far very deep. And, and Lolita is a perfect example of, of, of just the, the absurdity of keeping an animal in a tank. Uh, by herself, only can swim in circles, uh, hasn't seen another orca whale in over 35 years. They travel in pods, large groups. If they leave their pod, they go to another pod. I mean, you'll pretty much never, ever see an orca whale in the ocean by his or herself. Is Lolita, does she do tricks and all that stuff too? Yeah, they make her do tricks. The way that they perform tricks is through uh, two ways, food deprivation. Uh, this isn't like giving your dog a treat, you know. It, 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 right. It's simply not feeding, not feeding them. them. If you don't perform, you don't get fed. And they're smart animals. In fact, you know, dolphins... Can can understand the the English language. We we cannot understand wow. their language. So uh, we're still you know trying to understand how intelligent they are. But this isn't about intelligence. It's about sentience. About the ability to feel pain, happiness, pleasure, and they avoid pain and they seek happiness. So uh, these animals are deprived of their natural abilities, and um, yeah, and she's just she doesn't she's whatever they you know the, these trainers I. I I always tell people this way. I don't, I don't hate on the trainers. I feel the trainers, they, they probably care for Lolita. Right. Um, yeah, but, they always make them look like they're so loving and right. playing with them. So that's why we, we don't think it's an evil place for them to be. Right. But, and, and the idea is that it's simply recognizing that she doesn't belong there. Right. It's not that I, I feel the trainers are, are, are purposely causing her harm. It's just that they've been conditioned like everybody else to feel this is just natural. It's just, this is how things are done. This mm -hmm. is part of, you know, our culture. But Again, our cultural beliefs don't necessarily mean that they're ethically or morally acceptable. Right. So uh, another way of training uh, orca whales and dolphins, and this wouldn't apply to Lolita since she's alone, but is by um, isolation. So if a dolphin mm. is not performing, that dolphin be isolated from the rest of the pod. Wow. The great, is some cruelty stuff for real. Great documentary uh, called Blackfish, which uh, looks at one of the orca whales at SeaWorld, uh, one of the many Shamus. I always ask kids. Oh, like, okay. So that's Shem yeah. oh, one of the Shamu. I, I always ask kids, how old is Shamu? And they're like, I don't know, 50, 100. <laughs> I'm like, no, kids, Shamu's dead. Right, dead. right. Dead. Just like Lolita, just like, you know, all the other uh, dolphins and orcas that came before. Yeah. So Shamu was actually uh, born in 19, um, 19, 
1961, captured in 1965 at the young age of four, not sick, not injured, not lost, captured, taken away from her home and her family, just like Lolita. Um, and in That's 1971, she died. she died at, at the young age of 10. So oh, wow. Shamu is just replaced every year with another orca whale. Uh, and that's just that's just part of what it is. Marketing, right? What is well? Anything else about marine parks? So you recommended a movie. That movie. Yeah. So Blackfish Black looks Fish. at um, one of the many orca whales at at SeaWorld um, in Orlando, and uh, he is. They named him Tilikam. Tilikam was captured just like um, the original Shamu, just like Lolita, and he's actually killed three people now in uh, in captivity. But how, now, how's he killing? Who's he killing? Uh, the last one he killed was a trainer. Um, According this is crazy. To, yeah, he's still he, working there. Yeah, he's still... Uh, they just let him free. He, he's, he's still performing. Uh, you know, good news is that SeaWorld is no longer going to be breeding orca whales in captivity. Unfortunately, they're, they're still going to be breeding their other animals. Um, and it's only when people speak up and, and, and take a stand and educate those around them that this, these marine parks will, will uh, go out of business and... and you know, I'm not that's saying, a big moneymaker for Florida. Right? Sea World, are you kidding me? And I'm not saying we, we know, like, zoos just release all the animals. It's just <laughs> stop, stop the breeding. You know, that's it. Just stop right. the breeding. You know, we're, we're technologically, we're the most advanced species on this planet. You know, virtual zoos. You know, stuff like that. That's what I want to see in the future. You know, 3D zoos. You know, we have them in movies already. This is what we should do. We learn stuff. We learn about the harm that's being caused. You know, it's not all the, just the pleasantry of, of, oh, let's just look at these animals and just show and tell. And right. keep in mind, uh, I forgot to mention about the zoos. Every zoo trades animals. Here one day, gone the next. Yeah, I would have never known about Not that. one zoo in the United States has a lifetime care policy. A lifetime care policy will guarantee that every, every animal at every zoo will stay there until the day they die. When they get old, like they get traded. Kind of thing. Right? Just like a sanctuary. No breeding, no trading. Um, so to go back to, to uh, Blackfish, mm-hmm. um, this, he's killed three uh, trainers. Or killed three people. Last one was the trainer. And Who uh, other people? Like... Yes, then the uh, yeah, somebody jumped into the pool. Oh, Not well, that there. was your fault, yeah. unfortunately. But uh, just keep in mind that, uh, you know, as far as I know, there's never been an orc whale to kill a human being in the ocean. In fact, you'd be hard-pressed to find an orc whale even you injuring. really deep injuring, in the ocean. Yeah, injuring a human being in right. the ocean. However, uh, orc whales are known to injure and kill people in captivity. The only thing you can learn about an orc whale in a tank is how an orc whale in a tank will behave. Right, that's a good, good point. So, um, all right, so we got zoos down, marine parks. Now, circuses, I think that's a heavy hitter because a lot of parents that are listening to this might be very upset with you. So I want you to break that down because I think, you know, I mean, all of these people, parents will be, parents that are in denial will not want to hear this. But just tell us really briefly about what's going on in circuses as far as um, animal cruelty. This is probably the most overt form of cruelty. Yeah, just it, It's so obvious. I mean, when you think about it, these elephants and tigers are performing unnatural acts. Uh, jumping through hoops of fire, uh, you know. If Oof. there's a if there's a forest fire, uh, you I know. I thought about you, you that think, fire. If, if there's a forest fire, you think a tiger's be like, "Sweet, watch what I can do." Yeah, no, yeah. They, no, they, <laughs> they run. Animals don't like fire, especially animals with fur. So, what's going to make Aww. a tiger jump through the hoop of fire? You know, it's not a piece of food because if you put a, a hoop of fire, a tiger, and a piece of food, <laughs> the tiger will go around the hoop of fire. There's only one way to get a tiger with fire, and that is a man with a whip or a woman with a whip. Oh Every circus that has a, a tiger has a whip. The tiger has to be more afraid of the man with the whip than the flames. Um, for elephants, they use a bull hook. It's a long metal rod with a hook on the side, a point in the top. Every circus of elephants has a bull hook. Uh, it would be considered a weapon if you walked down the street with it, but if you had an elephant by your side, perfectly fine. So uh, people just don't recognize the fact that this is, this is my heart, it, it's, man. It's, it's, it's what these animals are being manipulated 
it's fear, it's through fear and intimidation that get them to perform these tricks. There's no conservation involved. It's all for entertainment. It is all for money. So uh, we tell people, you know, if you want to go to a circus, go to a circus cruelty free. You know, we don't need animals to entertain us. We're pretty entertaining as a species. So uh, animals they have don't belong. Free circuses. Uh, Cirque du Soleil, perfect example. Oh, without animals. Yep. Okay. Oh, I was like, animal I never free. heard of it. Animal free. Okay, animal free. Okay, Remember, because no elephant, no tiger. No giraffe, no, right. no animal ever chose right. to be in a circus. Right. You know, I, nobody's whipping the clowns. Right? Right. Nobody's bullhooking the clowns. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is that even if it was somehow possible to train the largest land animal on earth to perform silly tricks without fear and intimidation, elephants would still spend 90% of his or her life in chains in the circus. 90% of their life is spent in chains. Uh, tigers are spent in cages most of their time in circuses. They travel from one city to the other in trucks or oh in trains. Oh, my God. Yeah, you never think about that. Could part. you imagine putting the largest land animal on earth on a truck for 20 hours straight? Could you imagine being on a school bus <laughs> oh for 20 hours God. straight? This is, it's not in their best interest. There's no conservation being done. If we want to talk about conservation, let's talk about the root of, of, of their demise. Uh, it is... Poachers, it is uh, construction, people yeah, building. environmental yeah. Uh, construction and, and environmental devastation and, and simply, you know, uh, litter and pollution. And so if we want to protect their habitats, uh, one of the ways that we can do it from living far away is by protecting our habitats. You know, when our beaches are clean, their beaches will be clean. Right. If our backyard is clean, their backyard will be clean. So um, just last words for parents listening to this. I remember just saying parents because I know I have a lot of friends that take their kids to the zoos and circuses and all that other stuff and what would be like I mean I don't know what else you need to tell them uh, if you listen to the old show you should have been listening how, how, how about this how about this I think, I think one, of the one things, last word I guess swimming saying. with the dolphins let's talk about that real quick so swim with the dolphins people don't think it's harmful but the idea is this that you have to remember that even though it might seem like that dolphin is free, I guarantee there's a fence, there's a net, there's a gate preventing that dolphin from ever leaving because if a dolphin that was allowed to leave oh, that dolphin might that. never come Back. I have friends that have done that too. They pay extra all this money to, to kiss the dolphins and, and if, stuff. And if that dolphin doesn't come back, it's not good for business. So, you know, keep in mind, if you want to swim with a dolphin, get on a boat, get in the ocean, <laughs> jump off the boat. If you find a dolphin there, congratulations, swim yeah. with a dolphin. But th- I'll leave you with this. <laughs> Remember this, okay? Just because you want to swim with a dolphin doesn't mean a dolphin wants to swim with you. <laughs> Always remember the animal's point of view. Right. Put yourself in the animal's position. One last thing. I'll give you one more. You t- do a social experiment. Let's take all the animals in the zoo right now, any zoo you want to go to, whether it's Lion Country Safari, Bush Gardens, Zoo Miami, Jungle Island. Take the animals out of that zoo. Put people in that zoo instead. What do you got? Jail. You got yourself a jail. Holy crap, when you put it that way. So, James, how can people get in contact with you and ARFF so they want to have you come to maybe speak at their school or their organization? Yeah, so um, if you want to contact me, my email is james at arff.org, james at arff.org. We provide free presentations on topics such as the one we're talking about right now, animals living captivity, wildlife conservation. We also talk about veganism, plant-based diet for the health, the, uh, for our health, the health of animals and health of the environment. Um, and we also do another one on uh, companion animals and how to properly care for our cats and dogs. So if you're interested, definitely send me an email. You can also visit our website at, at ARFF.org, and you can visit us on face, uh, Facebook at uh, simply type in Animal Rights Foundation of Florida. And you can listen to the James Wildman playlist. His show is called The Red Pill. So you can actually listen to the show. You can embed it. You can share it. Um, help us spread the message of all the amazing things that ARFF is doing. Well, thanks again for another episode, James. Thank you. Until next month, see you guys. Bye.
like it.
בעיקר